0: Welcome to Lakers Talk with Gerald, episode 169, and Lakers just got a big, big win against the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, We won the game 111-108 after one of the best comebacks of the year, being down 27 points in the first half. It looked very bleak in the first half, especially after the first quarter. We just came out with no kind of energy, and the Dallas Mavericks were just hitting all of their threes with Luka Doncic just hitting three in the first quarter, just going crazy, and we really just didn't show much energy to me. That's what it looked like in the beginning, so it wasn't looking very good. Um, we're down by, I believe, uh, what, 12 points after the first quarter, uh, 28 to 16 is all we scored in the first quarter, so it wasn't looking very good at all in that first quarter. Um, now, this is a game that um, D'Angelo Russell did not play because of that angle entry um, the previous game. And so, Dennis Schroeder ended up starting in his place. So, the starting lineup was Beasley, Schroeder, LeBron James, Vanderbilt, and Anthony Davis. And so, uh, it was put out that Vanderbilt was going to mainly, most of his minutes, play on defense on Luka. Now, as you know, Luka is a very, very hard player. Person to stop offensively, I mean really, the way I see it is no one really can stop him. you can only expect to maybe slow him down, disrupt him, do whatever you can to throw his game off a little bit, and that's exactly what Vanderbilt was able to do in this game. I mean he was outstanding in this game, and my you know he was the player of the game to me he really was the engine that really helped us get this victory because I mean, look, first of all, as I mentioned, we were down by 27 points in the second quarter. Down after 12, after the first, at some point, we were down by 28 in the second, and we were able to make a rally to come back and be within 14 points at halftime, so that's pretty good compared to what we were down by that gave us some energy, that gave us some life, you know, the fact that, hey, we're only down by 14 after being down by 28 or 27, give or take, so... That right there, you know, it gave me some hope at halftime. I was still kind of nervous, like, okay, man, you know, we really need this, this victory. It's going to be very hard to come back, even though we we're only down by 14 after that. But it just takes a lot of energy just to get to that point. And then we're, you know, we still got to overcome 14 points in the second half against a good Dallas Mavericks team. And I was talking about this the last podcast about I feel like this is a good test for us playing the Dallas Mavericks, a team that's been in the upper echelon of the Western Conference most of the season. They've been in six or above. They haven't really had to worry about trying to you know, get back from the plane or get to a playing spot. They've had a secured spot for the most part, for the most part this season. And so this was going to be a test with this new squad that we have. We've beaten You know, up until this point we were three and one. Only team that we had lost since we got this trade was Portland, which shot out their mind from three point range in that game. So, you know, this game was a test, good test to see where we were. And so after the first quarter though, you know, I came into this game with high hopes, I came with like optimism, all that stuff. But after the first quarter I was like, Man, this is not how I expected us to come out and show what we have against this Dallas Mavericks team, you know, it's not, it's not boding well, you know, if our first real team we play, we get blown out or something like that, so that wasn't really boding well, and, um, you know I'm glad that we were able to fight back like that that takes grit that takes like a lot of like not getting down knowing what we have like trying to make adjustments and figuring out hey how can we play them okay our three-point shots are not landing we were not making three-point shots by the way we only shot around 17 percent 17.6 percent from three-point range and so most times you shoot anything close to that you are not getting a win especially being down by 27 points man so Yeah, we were able to just fight back, chip away, you know, down by 14 at halftime. And then the third quarter, it was all Vanderbilt, man, just playing amazing defense, getting offensive rebounds. I believe he had five offensive rebounds. He had 17 rebounds altogether. He had three steals in the third quarter alone. All of those steals helped us to get buckets and to slowly chip away at that lead. Now, man. So we ended up chipping away after the third quarter. We were only down by three points to enter the fourth quarter. So it really looked like anybody's game at that point. And it ended up being back and forth. At some point, we captured the lead. So that really was like, damn, you know, it was amazing. It felt good to be ahead. But I was still nervous because, you know, we're still playing a Dallas Mavericks team with Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irvin, I mean, these two guys that you can't stop these guys, you know, when they're at their best, they can, you know, they're, they're, man, they're tough to guard, so I was still nervous, like, okay, man, you know, one, or one of these guys gonna start doing some crazy stuff, you know, they, all it takes is a three or two here, or there, and they can pull away, so I was definitely nervous, we got the lead, it kept going back and forth, and then we had the scare of the game, um, Actually, before the, the third quarter was even over, LeBron James, in the, about three minutes and fifteen seconds—excuse me, about three minutes and fifteen uh, seconds left in the third quarter, LeBron James went down. Looked like he hurt his ankle hurt his foot. He was grabbing on it. He heard. He said a couple times while he was on the ground, he heard something pop. I heard something pop. He confirmed it. You know, as players were walking up, so that was like man that, that was very scary um it's like man if he's saying something popped the way he was grabbing his ankle it looked like it was serious it looked like he either re-injured something and it was hard to tell I think he said he stepped on someone's foot when he was driving to the basket and um that that's when he heard something pop but he didn't confirm that to the to the media or anything like that that's just what we we saw him mouthing it and saying it while he was on the ground but uh it looked like man after all this coming back and we were down by 4 points at that point we were down 71 to 75 so it was looking like man if he has to go out this game with an injury we're doomed you know right you know it's like that's probably going to deflate all of our momentum that we had up until that point so i was super nervous so it goes to commercial break and they come back and he's still in the game so i'm like well oh, damn uh it looked pretty bad to me the way he was holding his his, his foot and all that and said something pop, but he was still in there. So part of me was nervous, like, okay, should he be playing right now? Because if he is really hurt, something did pop. He's not going to be able to play defense, and that's really not going to help our case to get a victory tonight. You know, they're just going to be blowing by us. And he did look like he was moving different, you know. It didn't look like he was – he can move the same, but he was still able to make an impact. He was he stayed in the game the rest of the game, I believe. Um I believe he came out a little bit for a few minutes and you could see them stretching it and must somebody was massaging his foot and he's stretching and doing all these things. Um, you can tell he was bothered, but he just said it was too, you know, too big of a game, too much of an importance of a game. Uh, he wanted to finish that comeback and get that victory because we really needed that victory. So that's why he said he stayed in the game and uh, he made some plays down. there. I mean, he wasn't, you know, he didn't seem as effective on defense, but he was able to play good enough while he's in to not to be a liability. And then he actually contributed on the offensive end. Like he was backing down, making plays, getting the layups in the fourth quarter. So he really was able to still make an impact on his game. Uh, So, but going forward though, I am still nervous because it looks like it's, I mean, I don't know how he, he doesn't look a hundred percent. Let's just put it that way. And with 20, one game's left in the regular season, I just don't know what he's gonna look like going forward. i don't it'll look like i mean is he gonna be okay in a couple of days? Is he gonna need to rest in a week? This looks like something that could just linger for the rest of the the season you know, and then into the playoffs if we have playoff hopes so that does make me a little nervous going forward, um especially since d you know had an ankle, has an ankle injury too. Vanderbilt actually stepped on someone's foot but he was able to keep playing also. So that's just something I want to keep an eye on definitely. I want to see what he looks like if he even plays in the next game against Memphis because that will really show us everything. But in the meantime, I'm not going to get too much on that right now, but I just really wanted to um you know, excitement for this Lakers win. That's 3 games in a row. This is a great, great comeback, a great win against a quality team that has been winning. That has Luka Doncic, two superstars with him and Kyrie Irving. This is a legit win. This is a legit team. So I am very proud of my Lakers for this comeback. Um, man, they did a great job. I was nervous down the stretch, but I was so excited once we secured this win. It came. All the way down to the final seconds. Um, You know, we barely got a three-point lead with two free throws by um, Dennis Schroeder. And, uh, you know, it was about two seconds left. And then that's when Kyrie Irving had to do a a long-range heave. Uh, It was contested by Austin Reeves. And we got the victory, as I mentioned, 111 to 108. Um, Jared Vanderbilt he's definitely the player of the game in my eyes, 15 points, 17 rebounds, he was six to eight field goals, he even hit a three from the corner, one of one from three-point range, um, he was a, what, plus 14 in this game, he had four steals, that was huge in this game, 15 points, so yeah, man, give him definitely the the player of the game for this. Um, Right after him and right up there was Anthony Davis making big plays. You know, he had three blocks in this game. He had a plus 16 himself, 30 points, 15 rebounds, one steal, three blocks, as I mentioned, Um, six and nine free throws, um, 12 of 20 from the field. So Anthony Davis, big time, also played really big. And as I mentioned, LeBron James ended up, you know, even with him going down with that injury He still came in and Played a good game 26 points 8 rebounds 3 assists um, He was just an equal zero In this game no, no positive or negative So he managed to just be A force for us uh, He only shot 1 out of 6 3-pointers And in this game I mentioned like We shot horribly From the 3-point line 6 from 34 Normally Any team shooting that bad Is not going to win a game So The fact that we were able to get this victory speaks volumes. And um, at the end of the day, we made it up at the free throw line. I would say because we shot 28 free throws compared to their 14 free throws, so that's where we made the difference. You know, whereas they made 20 out of 49 of their three pointers, 40%. That's a big. That's a good percentage from three point range. So usually a team shooting that well and another team not shooting that bad that we were. Usually that team shooting 20, making 20, three pointers, 40%, usually that's an easy victory for that team. But we scrapped, um, another big point for us was in the paint. We overwhelmed them in the paint. We made, had 62 of our points in the paint compared to about 30 for them. So that's the other way where we made a big difference. So it was defense, intensity, effort on a defensive end, um, and, and just playing hard, taking advantage of our advantages that we had uh, when our three-pointers w- weren't going. Uh, other players in the game that played pretty well, uh, Dennis Schroeder played pretty good. He had 16 points, 8 assists. He was a plus 17. He was crucial in the end, uh, making plays and uh, getting good assists. Uh, Beasley wasn't so hot today from three-point range. It took a while before he made his first three. He ended up being only two for 11. Overall, he shot three out of 14 field goals, so not as great this game, but um, hopefully he'll be back on next game. But he still was a plus 15 in this game, even though he wasn't really making his threes. He had eight points himself, four assists, two steals. So, um, you know, he, he must have been playing good defense and within um, good team ball to be able to play. Uh, he played 34 minutes in this game, so that shows that he was making an impact also uh Hachimura didn't get many minutes he played 11 minutes you know he came in every now and then but he didn't seem to really be he missed a couple layups and so then he, he got quickly pulled he had the lowest uh, minus in this game he had a, he was a minus 17 so not much of an impact Troy Brown played about 20 minutes he had two excuse me he had five points Mo Bamba well, he didn't play much either. He came in in the first half, played six minutes, and then he didn't get any minutes after that because he, it, it didn't look like he was making an impact. Um, and Reeves, you know, came up big in this game. Played twenty-seven minutes. He had a nice clutch three with about two or three minutes left in the game that helped us take the lead um, and gave us momentum. Um, for the first time ever, I saw Reeves get. Looked like he was angry, got angry, and he was arguing with a player and cussing him out and face to face and 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 yelling expletives. If I can not even say that word. Basically, he was cussing at the other other guy, saying I'll beat your ass, I'll kick your ass, something like that. And he got him and the other guy got a technical foul. And uh but I've never seen Reeves fired up like that ever. He's usually so calm and collected, and you know just let things wash off, you know, without saying a word. But. He got heated. So it was, you could tell, like, after a play where um, Green, the guy defending him as as Reeves was taking it up court, kind of bumped Reeves, and Reeves lost the ball, and he tried to, like, kind of flail and flop. But the refs didn't call a foul, and the ball went out of bounds. And then you could tell the guy kind of said something to Reeves, and it looked like he said something like, ah, oh, you, know, <laughs> you know, probably something like, ah, oh, you're crappy, or you're you're sorry player, or you don't belong in this league. You know, this is just in my mind something because, you know, at that point Reeves just went off and got a ball on this guy's face and, and cussing him out. And, you know, so I'm like, man, what did this guy say? He must have said something that really, like, stung deep, you know that Reeves got super upset and got up in this guy's face and the guy had to push Reeves off him because he's you know all up in his face and then that's when they got the double technical so that was just interesting to see uh Lonnie Walker in the first half he did come in and substitute Schroeder off the bench in the first half but uh he only played six minutes he was zero from two from three point range and it just he just wasn't having an impact Um, negative 12, you know, they only played them six minutes in the first half, they didn't bring them in in the second half at all, because I guess it just, it just wasn't working, so, for the most part, we stuck with three, eight guys, three guys off the bench that we kind of stuck with, which, you know, actually, I can't even count Hachimura, he played 11 minutes off the bench, but it really was Troy Brown and Reeves off the bench that played the most minutes, and then our starters, just a heavy dosage of our starters, so, all right, everybody, the next game is going to be on Tuesday against the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, hey, right now, let's talk about the standings. I mean, with these three wins in a row and we've been getting some help from other teams losing right now, we are technically only one game back from the number 10 spot, the playing game, and only two and a half game backs from this number six seed, which is Dallas, who we just beat. So we are right there. If we can just keep piling these victories up and we get help from all these other teams, we're going to have a great chance to make this playoffs. Of course, health wise, that's going to help, too. We got to make sure LeBron is good and hopefully D-Lo and then hopefully the rest of the players can remain healthy. That's going to really play a big part. But we got games going today that could um, help us and, you know, possibly, too. The Kings are playing the Thunder. Uh, Timberwolves are playing the Warriors. Uh, Both of those, all those teams there could help us in a stat sheet, you know, preferably we'd like the Kings to beat the Thunder because Thunder are closer to us uh, fighting for a lottery spot. Timberwolves and the Warriors, both of those teams, you know, either one um, we would like a a loss for. And a couple of teams like the Clippers are playing a nugget. So we'll see how that goes. Um, As I mentioned, Lakers are going to return the action. Uh, to action on Tuesday against the Memphis Grizzlies in Memphis. That's going to be at 730 Pacific. Excuse me. That's going to be at 730 Eastern Standard, and that's going to be 430 Pacific Standard Time. So that's going to be an earlier game than normal for the Lakers. So make sure you tune in. I'm excited. Can't wait to see what we do next with this newfound team and this newfound winning that we have going here. All right, everybody, that's going to do it. Lakers Talk with Gerald, episode 169, and I am officially...